Hey y'all, welcome to the Mommy Essentials Podcast. Thank y'all for joining me again. Well guys, we have had just an adventurous day. Um, I have started potty training my almost three-year-old. And really, I have come to learn that I've more been the one that wasn't ready for (laughs) potty training. And he really was the one to be like, I'm ready. Like, can we try out this potty? I'm interested. Let's go for it. And I have to say, I've definitely not arrived and we are not there. And this is really the very beginnings of it. But I am feeling so encouraged that today went well. You know, next week I might have a whole nother opinion of it. But we're going to stay positive that so far... We had a few accidents. That's okay. That was understandable. He was very uncomfortable not having a diaper on. But I was like, look, if you have your diaper on, you're not going to remember to tell me in time. Because we tried that for a few weeks. And every time he's like, I gotta go pee pee. We ran to the toilet. He had literally just went in his diaper. So I'm like, okay, it's not working. So, you know, life. Um, So super stoked. We're doing the reward system with stickers. Uh, that has really, really motivated him. He really likes it. I don't have to worry about cavities or anything like that. So all positive, fun things. Um, life is just moving so fast. I mean, seriously, when people said that, you know, years and months and days go by so fast once you have kids, it is no joke. Seriously. I don't know where this year has gone. Y'all, it's September. When did that happen? It's like I blinked and now we're almost a fall. Now, don't get me wrong. I am so ready for fall. It is my favorite time of the year. It is just, oh, I love it. Pumpkin spice, sweet potatoes. My sweet potato cupcakes, y'all, are my ultimate favorite. I have not made them in like, ooh, It's been at least four years, and it was, like, one of the most baked things I did that was requested the most from family and friends, so I plan on doing them this year. I'm about to start making baked donuts. I'm kind of super excited to try that. Um, I just love to bake. I love to cook, but baking is even more fun, Um, so I'm trying to get back into the hobbies of doing that more and Now that I have more mouths to feed, it's, you know, easier to constantly have something baked. And my son absolutely loves it. And Maddie does too. She's just slowly getting to where she eats a lot more things. So, um, and she is doing so well. Um, I'm just super proud of how far we are (laughs) coming through a lot of milestones. Um, Ben just made it through the dentist appointment. Oh my goodness. I was super proud of him. That was a few months ago. He did the full teeth cleaning and did so well with it. So I was super stoked. Um, Don't get me wrong. We have our hard days and our our tough days. Um, (laughs) It's not always sunshine and rainbows. Y'all know I always share the good and the bad. Um, Like a perfect example, he had been going to the potty like all day. All of a sudden, I look over, and I'm in the kitchen. He's in the dining room, and y'all, he's doing the stance. We all know the stance. Hands on the hips. Kind of uh, 
what's the word, moving forward motion. And I'm like, what are you doing? And he's peeing on the floor. He goes, I'm pee-peeing, mama. I'm like, oh my gosh, no. (laughs) But he can't help it. He doesn't know. He wasn't wearing a diaper. This is a whole new territory. So I wasn't upset at all. I was just like, well, that was fun. Um, And, you know, it's just a learning experience for him and I both. So, you know, everybody has their way of doing it, what works for them. So far, this is kind of how it's working for us, and I don't want to pressure him into doing it too fast. He's not even three quite yet, um, and he's just, he's taking it one step at a time. And then also, ugh, my child still has a passy. Yes, he does. That's okay. Um, that is what's worked for our family, but we are about to completely wean him of that. We had tried months ago, um... Like, he hasn't had his passy, but for naps, bedtime, that kind of thing. But I tried to take it during naps months ago, and it was terrible. I mean, he screamed and bawled for over an hour. And I was like, yep, no, this ain't working. So, um, yeah. So, we're going to try a different process with the um, baby Frida passy weaning and y'all I'm pretty excited it's got really good reviews my friends have recommended it a few of them have tried it so I'm kind of excited um it works by you start with like a normal size passy with a hole that's very small then the hole gets bigger and the passy gets smaller so they have hardly anything to like hold on to so I don't know we'll see don't know if it'll work for us, but it's worth a try. Um, so, I mean, for some people, they might be like, oh my gosh, just take it away and throw it away. Well, I thought it would be pretty simple. Um, I mean, it could be me, you know, mommy could be the problem and I'm just not doing the right thing or strict enough. Who knows? But again, it's my first kid. So, you know, you learn and you figure it out. The first ones are your test subject, unfortunately. Um, and Maddie is just walking so well. Um, she is loving sparkly shoes and just all, all the accessories. (laughs) So, um, we're coming to the end of summer. Uh, I mean, it's just so, so fast. Again, I don't know where days and time is going. Um, and just, uh prayers of where our family is headed. Um, my husband and I both still work. I work part-time, but y'all know I'm a stay-at-home mom full-time. Um, so I just, you know, work hours that I can. And I'm really, really, really thankful for that. So, um, I didn't even go looking for that. The Lord brought that, um, in my path. So the Lord is just ever so, um, present. He is always listening to our prayers and whether it's not the answer that we are seeking, he is answering your, your prayer. It just may not always be what you wanted it to be. And, um, I think all the struggles and journeys that we constantly go through, the Lord is trying to teach us and he's trying to shape, um, his precious, jewels for something special and to um I mean just to make it shine bright Uh, you know that's 
There's a song that says, shine bright like a diamond. That is what the Lord is doing. He is trying to shape us and mold us to be the best as possible that we can be and to shine a light to others. Um, And as we're, you know, discussing um, the Lord, I want to pick up where we left off. Very sorry, y'all. It's been some months since we started our Bible study. So I am trying to get back on the bandwagon of being consistent with our episode drop. So as of right now, we are doing Fridays. You will get these episodes and the Bible studies. I'm trying to figure out how many, how often trying to keep up with it so we can actually remember what we've talked about. Um, because, um, I have interviews, if y'all haven't listened to the past two episodes, um, those interviews kind of will take place of my catch-up days, you know, so we'll just have to kind of swap between um, interviews I've set up, and if y'all did not hear those yet, they were so much fun, so informative, and so encouraging. Um, One of them was with a good friend of mine who was a... um, physical therapist and she also discussed her home birth that one I released last week and then the uh interview before that was um a prenatal postpartum and she's also a nurse she uh focuses mainly on postpartum care depression uh just all things that are so important to talk about and to be informed about, especially before you go through it. Or if you've already been through it, you know you have issues with postpartum depression, you're expecting your next or planning, excuse me, planning for your next. Um, Those are things that she works with you trying to um, get you prepared and to have a better plan um, put together before you go through it. Um, so again, check out those episodes if y'all have not heard them yet. Um, I just, again, I was just checking and seeing, um, where my analytics, that's what they call it, basically shows me who's listening, who am I reaching, who do I need to, um, you know, really appoint these episodes towards. And I just really want to thank every single one of y'all. You have been so supportive. I've noticed such a growth and a change. And I really see God working through this. So if this just helps one person, that's okay. That's that's really all that I want to do is to touch somebody, encourage someone um, to know you're not alone, that you're going to get through this. Parenthood is really hard. Um, it just takes every ounce of uh, your being, your strength, your energy, your patience, your mental, your physical, just all everything. And I have not arrived. I have not gotten it all figured out. I'm learning as I go, and we're just riding this roller coaster together. So, um, I just want to thank you all for supporting me and my family by listening. Um, I just hope that you feel encouraged, and please reach out to me anytime you just want someone to listen to you or 
you have questions or something to add, if you want to come on, if you have something to share on the podcast, please let me know. Y'all can always email me at the mommy essentials podcast at yahoo.com. And I would just absolutely love to hear from my listeners. Um, and let's see where we're at. We're going to go ahead and take our break real quick and I'll be right back guys. Hey guys, welcome back. All right, so we're going to do a little recap of the past devotionals that we did. Um, and again, if you want to read this and look at it yourself, it's on the Bible app and it's called Thrive Moms Warrior Study. It um, is just like under the plans and I found it through... I was searching mom's encouragement and that's what popped up. So um, this has been very encouraging for me. So I want to go ahead and um, kind of recap the first devotional and invitation. Whether you feel like it or not, you are a warrior. You may take a look at yourself in the mirror and feel far from it. Maybe you're still wearing yesterday's makeup or you haven't worn a stitch of makeup in days. Maybe you're rocking raccoon eyes thanks to your child who can't seem to sleep through the night. Can I get an amen? Maybe you smell like spit up. <laughs> How does she know? Or maybe you look great on the outside. Maybe you've managed to put, in, put on an appearance of confidence, but on the inside, you feel like a scarred child who's afraid to take the next step or say the next thing. The great thing about God is the fact that his plans for us don't hinge on how we feel. His purposes are immovable because they rest on solid ground. Every morning when our eyes are pried open by little fingers or the sound of a baby cooing in her bed, we place our feet onto a battlefield. I don't say that to be dramatic. I say it because it's true. That is just a part of the very first devotional that we did. Um, if you want to read that yourself, go back to um, a previous episodes that I read these on. I don't want to take up too much time. Um, I don't want these to be long, long episodes where a lot of moms don't have time to listen to a whole hour. So I'm going to do just a recap and again, y'all can look these up yourselves if you would like to read them. All right, here's the second devotional, The Wise Warrior. Go through, excuse me, that's instructions to read. All right, we don't know much about this wise woman, the book of Samuel. Not even her name, but in a few short sentences, we learn exactly what she's all about. It's like her 140-character bio on Instagram or how her best friend might introduce her. And that time, women didn't have much to say in what happened. So for a woman to call the attention of a male leader and he listened, this was a big deal. It shows us her strong character. A rebellion is happening around her and her city is under attack. I can imagine this is just annoying the heck out of her. But a wise woman in the town called out to Joab, Listen to me, Joab. Come over here so I can talk to you. 
As he approached the woman, he asked, she asked, are you Joab? I am, he replied. So she said, listen carefully to your servant. I'm going to skip through a little bit here. The wise warrior was willing to listen to God and act on what he called her to do. In her case, it was throwing the head of the enemy over the wall to Joab. But I doubt that will be what God calls us to do in our lives now. But whatever action we are called to, we need to stand ready with wisdom and confidence to do what is asked of us. And if I don't need to hear that over and over and over, so many times I am slow to act and slow to speak when I know I, I've been saved for a long time, and I know when God is speaking to me through the Holy Spirit, when he is trying to move me to say or act, and I either am afraid to do it, and I don't do it at all, I always regret it later. I always see, man, Lord, I saw where you tried to move me, you tried to push me, and I was too stubborn or too scared to say or do it. So, if you have ever felt that way, hear what he is speaking to you right now. Don't wait. Don't ignore it. Push through. Do what you feel God is leading you to do or say. All right, we're going to pick up on the next devotional, guys. Here we go. This is day three. So sad, but you know what? We're going to catch up. Here is the verse. So, we're going to start there first. 2 Kings uh, chapter 4, verse 1. Now there cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets unto Elijah, saying, Thy servant, my husband, is dead, and thou knowest that thy servant did fear the Lord. And the creditor is come to take unto him my two sons to be bondmen. And Elisha said unto her, What shall I do for thee? Tell me, what hast thou in the house? And she said, Thine handmaid hath not anything in the house, save a pot of oil. Then he said, Go, borrow thee vessels abroad of all thy neighbors, even empty vessels. Borrow not a few. And when thou art come in, thou shalt shut the door upon thee and upon thy sons, and shalt pour out into all those vessels, and thou shalt set aside that which is full. So she went from him and shut the door upon her and upon her sons who brought the vessels to her, and she poured out. And it came to pass, when the vessels were full, that she said unto her son, Bring me yet a vessel. And he said unto her, There is not a vessel more. And the oil stayed. Then she came and told the man of God. And he said, Go, sell the oil and pay thy debt. And thy, and live thou thy children of the rest. Uh, give me just a moment. All right, that is the end of that chapter. So that was Second Kings chapter 4, verse 1 through 7. All right, now we're going to go to the devotional part. Let's see if I can, hold on just a minute. I clicked the wrong thing, so it's like, hey, hooray. 
All right, here we go. The Desperate Warrior. When most of us hear the word desperate, we probably wouldn't put the word warrior in the same sentence. Surely a warrior isn't desperate, right? Maybe by the world's standards, but God's ways are often very different from the world's. In fact, they are often completely opposite. The world's warrior, here's our first point, work hard to get strong. Number two, use that strength to make things happen. Number three, put on a good tough face because appearances are everything. That is what the world's view of what a warrior is. Okay, this is God's view of a warrior. Number one. Admit you are weak. Number two, open your hands and let him provide. Wow. Number three, be vulnerable and desperate because he is close to the crushed in spirit. That was very powerful. That was wonderful. All right, here we go. We find right off the bat, the woman in this story has three things going against her. She's a woman. She is a widow. And she has no money. In her culture, she was low on the totem pole. She had no possessions of her creditors to repossess. Instead, they were coming to take her two sons as slaves. Whoa, talk about mama bear coming out with a fierce indignation. Yup, she was desperate. Wouldn't you be? Ain't nobody gonna touch my babies without first answering to me. What mama wouldn't do anything, even if it means appearing desperate to save her babies? This time, not a poor widow, but wealthy and married to man of high regard. But the one thing she had going against her, she was barren, desperate. Some of you know exactly how she was feeling. I know I did. Alone, longing, and forgotten. But God shows up and gives her a son. And years later, that son dies. Desperate, once again, we read on to see she was willing to do whatever it took to receive another miracle, and she gets it. Here's what we need to take from these stories. God is near to the desperate. God feels open and empty hands. He displays his strength in our weakness. He gives life. God brings what is dead back to life. He will, he will often allow us or lead us to a place of desperation. Did God not lead his people into the desert so that he can show us his might in our lives? You see, we've never been strong. It's always been him manifesting his strength in us. When we are willing to let him be the mighty one, that desperate becomes a powerful word. And being a desperate warrior makes perfect sense. 
I'm going to read a few little things again so that y'all can really let this sink in. This is what we need to take from these stories. God is near to the desperate. He feels open and empty hands. He displays his strength in our weakness. God gives life and he brings what is dead back to life. God often leads us to a place of desperation so that he can show us his might in our lives. If we aren't broken or bent, this is literally what I was saying even before I read this. I don't read these before I read them to you guys. I'm going through these the same time as y'all are. And it has been so encouraging and empowering to me. So I hope that y'all really are encouraged and can hear God speaking to you through this beautifully put together devotional. If we are not bent and broken, God cannot show us what he's doing in our lives, what he is doing for us. We get stuck in our everyday lives, are busy, 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 and we don't stop and slow down and give him the respect and the honor and the glory that he deserves. The time of day that he deserves all the time. Not just Sundays, not just Wednesday nights, not just when we are desperate and need something, want something. That is not the relationship that he wants with us. He wants obsession, love, uh, just overpouring love for him. We are his children. Whether you are a believer, have accepted him as Christ, whether you're an atheist, you don't believe there is a God. He is your father, whether you know it or accept that. And he loves you with all his heart. And he just wants his children to give him the, to give him that time, to give him that respect that he deserves. He is our heavenly father who loves us more than anyone in the whole wide world. That is a huge and empowering thought. And I, I am so definitely guilty of being the kind that forgets to give him that time and that, that quiet time that is so important with the Lord. It is something that I have to work on every single day. I am not on a stool looking down at anyone saying, oh, I've I, you don't get in your Bible. You don't do your Bible study. Oh, I fall short every single day and every day I have to work and start all over again and say, Lord, I'm sorry. I have not given you the time and the, um, just love and respect that you deserve. And it is, it is so important as mothers. We want that, um, love and that, attention from our children we want to 
be respected. We want to feel love from our children. Well, the Lord is no different. He is absolutely no different. And again, I want to read the world's view of a warrior and what God's view. So the world's view is to work hard and get strong. Use strength to make things happen. Put on a good, tough face because appearances are everything. Is that not 110% true? Instagram, Facebook, it's all about appearances. Work hard, you'll get what you ask for. Well, that's actually not true. You need to put your work and your blood, sweat, and tears for the glory of God and give it to Him because guess what? It actually has nothing to do with what you say or do. It has everything to do with you giving the glory to God and letting Him work through you to encourage and to help and to shine a light to others. That is what the whole entire point is. It's not about our physical outside appearances and works. All of that means absolutely nothing. God is looking for this in his warrior. He wants you to admit you are weak. He wants you to open your hands and let him provide. Not you trying to make it happen or make you you trying to make it work. He wants to be your provider. He wants you to lean on him to answer those prayers and not try to make those prayers come true. Be vulnerable and desperate because God is going to fill those jars of oil. She prepared. We always, my husband and I have always said, prepare for rain. That is from a parable. A farmer that planted his field. He, he didn't know if rain was going to come. People thought he was foolish that, you know, his plants are going to grow. We haven't had rain. It's going to be a waste. But guess what? The rain came because he prepared his fields for the Lord to provide. That's all this is all about. He is close to the crushed in spirit. I don't remember if I've shared this. Y'all know I have infertility issues. Um, I've shared many times about both my children are miracle babies. And with my first son, this is crazy. I mean, it still brings me to tears. Y'all know I always got to cry. My son, my husband and I were married for four years. Now, that's before we had kids. Um, At three, at our third mark, three-year mark, um, we still hadn't conceived. So, we knew something wasn't right. And um, so, that's when we started to go to a infertility specialist. And um, I had been doing infertility drugs. And we did all the testing. Excuse me, y'all. I I record these late at night. <laughs> so it's been a full day. Um, and so after I had done some fertility treatments and failed attempts, 
it just, uh, it didn't happen. And it was like, okay, well, we're relying on the Lord for this to happen. Um, now mind you, that was a test. That was a very hard journey. And I don't want to say that we took it with grace and every moment was, you know, thank you, Lord, for this journey. It was very hard, but I'm so thankful for it because God grew me and shaped me through it. He grew my husband and I's relationship closer. He grew our relationship with him closer. And it was just, um, I mean, it's a still, it's never going to be easy for me to conceive. So each time it's just a uh, overflow of thank you Lord for this blessing the appreciation is so much more appreciation for our children for the struggles of getting them here and so basically um, I believe what I remember is we had kind of taken a little break and we're like, you know, we'll we'll do another cycle, another round. Let's give it a little time. Uh, I had taken a pregnancy test. It was negative. Um, we're like, okay, well. Um, I had a lot of long nights of just crying. I would go into the room that I always knew when we bought our home. This is going to be a nursery. I just always felt, God, I know I'm going to be a mother one day. I don't know when. I don't know how. But I just, I know I'm going to be a mother. That's all I could focus on. But I would just weep and weep. And God knew. He heard my tears. He was probably crying with me. He knew the struggles that I would have ahead in my life. And there were things that I did to give me peace. Um, my husband would take me to, there was this bargain store. It's called Bargain Hunt. And I still love it to this day. And they would discount um, overstock from like Walmart, Target, whatever. And we would get like baby items to add towards my one day have a child. And I loved it so much. It was just such a joy. It would give my mind peace. It would give me a moment of rest. And I really started to think about that parable of preparing for rain and planting my fields for when the Lord would answer that prayer. So that's kind of how we felt about um, working on building, you know, clothing, I would buy a few little outfits or little devices. We got a, uh, bassinet, really, really good deal on a bassinet and just things like that, that we were like, you know, what? we're going to plan for rain. My husband was like, if this gives you peace, I don't care. Let's do it. I a hundred percent am behind you that we should prepare for rain. And then here's even crazier. We decided to paint that room. I always was in there crying and going through baby things. So we were like, let's paint it. Let's just make it something happy and fresh. It was like this ugh, ugly mustard color that the previous owners had done everywhere throughout the house. And we hadn't painted it yet. So we picked this like really bright, happy blue. It wasn't like a boy color per se, but it was just to be a gender neutral, happy color. Um, and 
So we basically painted the whole room and it was beautiful. Love it. Um, and then after we discussed for a long time that I really wanted to get a nicer vehicle. I was traveling very far for work. Um, we had really had our old vehicle together for a long time. It had been through a lot of miles when I was in college. So we decided to buy a van. Like, you know, one day we're going to have kids. We're going to need a van uh, to be able to fit everybody and for traveling. Um, so we got a Honda Odyssey. And then shortly, about two weeks after, maybe, no, it was like a month at least, a month after a negative pregnancy test, I took another one. I was about to start another cycle of Clomid. That was my medicine. And it was positive. I was pregnant with my little boy and I had no idea. Y'all want to talk about shocked? You want to talk about answered prayer? That was amazing. I saw God's work in our lives. We prepared for that rain. I already had a nursery painted and put together before I even knew I had a baby. If that is not God's work and answer to prayer, I don't know what is. That is the most amazing thing that I have ever experienced. My husband and I were just overjoyed and in complete shock. We could not believe that our prayer had been answered. And it finally was time for us to be parents. And it's still, we were both just so shocked. It really was. We had a van. We painted the nursery. Just all these things that the Lord made happen and put into place. And and we let God, you know, take over and, and lead us where to go and, and where to go from there. Absolutely amazing. I hope this testimony I've shared will encourage y'all for you to really see God's work in your life and to look for those things where I have always, it's just been a huge thing that my husband and I have continued to say is always prepare for rain. Something that you've been praying on that you're, you're just, Lord, I'm, I'm ready for this. I feel like I'm ready. Excuse me, I can't stop yawning. But you know when the right time is. So open that door or close that door when it's time. So that is where I want to leave y'all this week. I want y'all to focus on what kind of warrior is God looking for in our lives. Um, to dwell on this devotion that we read today. I thank y'all so much for joining me again today. I hope y'all are encouraged. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. We have Labor Day weekend coming up. Spend time with family. Cherish these days we have together, especially when we have little ones. And I just thank you all for your love and support. Have a wonderful day. Thanks, guys. Thank you.